Hello and welcome to Bravo, Bravo, effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hey, sweets. How are you, Nathan? Good. It's been uh, two weeks. Oh, fuck, yes. We skipped a week. We skipped a week. Well, Thanksgiving, we got nothing. Yeah, Thanksgiving. And I didn't even get a Thanksgiving dinner or lunch or however they do it. Didn't get a single thank you. Fuck, I'm loud. Jesus, I might turn me down. <laughs> Just got to put up with my woggy le- yelling. <laughs> oh, bring back Jersey. I feel like there's my people. <laughs> Well, is it Jersey's on pause for a bit? No, it's are it's they filming? Not on pause. It's just Bravo are pausing releases of things for other shows. Mm. So because of the explosion that is Beverly Hills and Salt Lake, I think that's. I don't know if that's why things kind of got poor. I don't know, but I thought I had thought and I'd said it. I think last time or the time before that Jersey was recorded a year ago by the time they're going to show it. But I think that might be Atlanta or both. I mean, I don't need to be seeing, like, December 2019 shit. Oh, no, That's no. That's, like, so, like... Well, it wouldn't. Of- Jersey wouldn't be. They filmed in COVID. They were filming, like, yeah. June 2020. But, but then it... It's fucking December 2021. Like, the fashions are going to be so passe. <laughs> well, you know what? Even more so for Jersey. But what I'm really worried about <laughs> oh, is... Oh, never goes out, apparently. <laughs> with Teresa on Girls Trip, uh-huh. the letters from Louis oh, each day, I'm just thinking fuck. this is Dirty John, this is toxic. Yeah, I just... He's love bombing. He just rubs me the wrong way. Same, and I don't want a whole season of Louis. To be honest, I don't know as much. <laughs> I'm going to sound like I'm her biggest fan, and I don't. She's not my favorite, Teresa, but I'm like, he's not good enough for you, love. Oh no! But I'm like, I think honestly, I think she would do. Would she do better with someone she would be required to do sign language with? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because the shit that she says, you're like, love, you're not doing yourself any favours. Yeah, well, Teresa always gets, like, stuck on one thing and then can't move past it. Right. Is that so, what we're calling it? Yep. <laughs> That's what we're calling it. Oh, I just thought it was a lack of education and <laughs> self-awareness, but sure, we'll go with that. Anyway, do you want to talk about the Potomac with the Nicki Minaj of it all? Yes. We're a bit behind, but, you know... Let's do it, anywho. Let's do it. Fuck it. Now, I'm going to preface my little attitudinals by saying I think I am a reunion sook. Explain. Because every time I read on the socials after the reunions what people think of it, and I'm like, what fucking show were you watching? That was shit. It's like I'm waiting for a mea culpa or something or I'm waiting for someone to go off on someone else. Now, do I want a Teresa pushing Andy? I don't think so. Yes. Yeah, I motherfucking do. (laughs) I want me some drama, not someone going, you're a bitch, you're a cunt, not resolved. Okay, fine, let's just move on. I don't want to move on if we're not moving on. At least with the Nicki Minaj experiment, they were trying something a bit different. They were, and she looked fabulous. I just think, yeah, they should have brought her out much quicker because they were all talking about how late it was. Wait, and all wait. The go- so our dogs are in here and I've given them all a little, what is it called, a bully stick. And my dog wants Nathan to hold the stick while he chews it. Oh. He's going to bite your fucking fingers off, mate. Like those <laughs> those jowls ain't, ain't nothing. That's what he wants. He wants you to hold it. When he's he, so he's trying to like pat Nathan with his paw while he has this bully stick in his mouth, and Nathan is obliging. Just be careful because they okay. they are not Chihuahua teeth. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you. But what, what I was saying was, yes, I was just going to say, yeah. let the bitches go to bed. They were all yeah, so tired, they were, weren't they? And so I was like, bring Nikki out earlier. Well, you haven't watched it, but 
I just watched the Secrets Revealed episode, which was a, they filmed it at Reunion. Oh, like it what? wasn't Angie just doing an intro. It was them showing scenes while and while they were there. Oh, so fuck. those poor bitches were they there for like twelve hours? They were all knackered. They were knackered. I told you that four part reunion that could have been a two part reunion easily. So God knows how many hours those poor ladies were there for with makeup just being repiled on their faces. I'd be needing a day spa after that. Yeah. Fuck me. So anyway, we're going to go through it question by question because this is how I take notes, peeps. Sorry. And if I skip any questions, it's because our answers were sucky and I cut them out. The Nicki Minaj starts in with Ashley and says, you didn't have much of a storyline. Is that why you were Giselle's sidekick and you were being shady to Wendy? And she was talking about the breast milk of it all, how she went down to, you know, I I can't remember where the fuck they were. And she came in, dropped off her breast milk in the fridge, did Giselle's dirty work as she puts it with Mm -hmm. Wendy and then picked up her milk and left. What are your thoughts on that? I thought she went in hard on Ashley and I was surprised because she was like, when Andy's like, you're going to go in hard and she's like, I will with Ashley. And I was like, Ashley of all people? I know. I find that bizarro. And like, if anyone's going to call out someone for being Giselle's sidekick, like that'd be Robin. I know. And she said that, um, I think Ashley's response was, look, um, they spoke about it behind her back and she wanted to talk about, about it with Wendy directly, which is definitely an Ashley move. But I don't disagree with that because Giselle did prompt her. Giselle said it would sound bad coming from me because we have beef, which I've already forgotten what their pre-beef was. Who cares? So, yeah, I know, <laughs> right? I think we, we, beat, we beat that one to death, Well, right? uh, Wendy did too. Yes. Like, Wendy... It's like when you don't want the rumours talked about, stop bringing it up all the time. I know, right? Did you see one thing that came out of this Nikki episode was Wendy's faux pas on the Wendy Williams show? which no. had Okay, so she's going viral on TikTok now for fucking up a Nicki Minaj lyric. So, what? Um, Wendy Williams was being hosted by Michael Rappaport. Yeah, and he I said, love Michael Rappaport. Well, he says to her, are you a Nicki fan? And she goes, am I a Nicki fan? And then she says, what does she say? She says, um... Yeah, see, I don't know Nikki's lyrics, she so says, I did hear Well, it. either does Wendy. She says, pull up in the Sri Lanka, when the real lyric is much longer than that, with lots right. of words in between pull up in and then Sri Lanka. Oh, so okay. she was trying to brag that she's a fan and then exposed herself. As an yeah. old lady like me who doesn't know the lyrics to Nicki Minaj's yeah. songs. Yeah, so this is, I mean, I mean, I know who Nicki is, but if you told me to, like, tell you one of her songs. I'm not going to know them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still listening to the Beatles. Like, I'm old lady. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. So, her next question was to Robin. And I did not get this. I did not oh, see this. I already know what this is. Yep. She said that there was extra sexual chemistry between Robin and Juan and we you're getting more action. And the fact that Robin was like, we had to get more creative because of the kids being home. And he finds it sexy seeing me do my thing. And I'm like, what show were you two people on? She was watching last season because she wasn't watching this season. She was not watching this season. Juan didn't want a morsel, a crumb of Robin this season. Not a pinky toe. Nothing. There was no sexual chemistry. Now, uh, there is sexual chemistry between Juan and Michael. Michael, yes. And this is, I think, why I'm a sullen brat about this reunion because now we have reunion number two that Michael isn't in attendance. Mm. And, I mean, come on. Like, I want to see I want to see some action on this set. Mm-hmm. And I just I wasn't seeing it. No, me neither. No. 
Okay. Then it was the bit when Robin was following on. She was basically doing the whole like Robin Yuzel's puppet and she gave the example of when she's like, are we mad at Ashley now about the Wendy thing? And and Robin's excuse was, oh, no, 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 no. It wasn't that I was trying to just do whatever Giselle wanted. It was that I didn't know what was going on and that was my way of inferring that. I mean, Robin's got a good response for things. I mean, I, we, sometimes we do use the royal we. We do. <laughs> we do. I mean, I loved the fact that she said it like that and I actually wanted her to say, like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. um, that's that's my girl. I'd rather her say that. This is the issue I have with the whole Robin and Giselle thing. She just needs to own it. It's the Jen Shaw, Heather, ride or die uh, thing. Can we just not bother asking Robin any questions? Yeah, move on from the Robin. Yeah. She didn't bring it. And then she even asked if Robin and Giselle were secret lovers. And Giselle did agree that she would do it for $50 billion. She'd do it for less. Oh, fucking oh, she'd do it for less. She'd do it for some for the contractor to come back and finally finish a fucking house. <laughs> the next question for was for Giselle, and it was about the um, Ray comment about the beauty fading and how she felt when Ray said that. How many seasons ago was that? That's what I want to know. It was a long time. Why are we asking Giselle what she thinks about a comment Ray made 45,000 years ago? And the thing is, like, we'd already talked about that. We already had the Karen and the Giselle hugging. And I'm like, can no one update Nikki then? Like, did no one update her cards to maybe not bring it up? I don't know. It just, this is what I'm saying. I haven't enjoyed any of these questions yet. I mean, this is my point. Do we have to go? I mean, all I care about is the Candace of it all. All right. That's when I thought it got good. I did like the question when she said, if they sell steak, it isn't a strip club, right, Mia? Oh, yeah. that I was. did love that. And Mia says that her definition of a strip club is where you get chicken wings. Now, <laughs> I have had a steak at a strip club. It was the prettiest strip club I'd ever been into. Mm-hmm. And this was back when I ate meat, so it was a long time ago. And it was a fucking good steak. Yeah. Let me tell you. It was, it was not a chicken wing one. <laughs> it wasn't a chicken wing kind of strip club. So maybe she, maybe she is right. Maybe. But the girls did take their clothes off, but they weren't naked. No, that's true. They weren't naked walking around the strip club. They were wearing sexy lingerie with robes. Oh, okay. And only when they got on stage did they get partially naked. And there was only one and they hardly ever went up there. It was just like they felt like going up. Wow. So maybe maybe Mia's onto something. What a world. Who would have thought? I know, right? Uh, I always think the music is amazing at strip clubs. It's always <laughs> the most banging tunes and you want to get up and dance. <laughs> and you're like, I was just in a club and the music sucked and the music <laughs> is great here and there's no dance floor for me. So that that's something. I don't know what that means. but It's something. It's something. Okay, so you just want to talk about Candace. What Pretty do you want much. to say? Well, I just thought it was amazing when Nikki was like, how many how many albums have you sold? Like, how many records have you sold? How many units or whatever? Oh, yeah. And she couldn't really... Well, at first she said... Oh, that's right. First she said 500,000, including know? streams. Half a million, my cuts all. And then she says... 20,000, she looked it up, she just Mm. got sent the numbers, 20,213 in a week. But I still don't know if she was answering Nikki's question, because Nikki was asking, isn't it like it's it's the whole album, like the purchase of the album? Yeah. So it's either like a whole stream or an actual purchase, I don't know. It's, um, you, okay, so if you're on the iTunes and you download the album. Yeah. That's, that's that's considered one. That's one. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, but 500,000 streams over two months, but then she said 20,213 in a week. I don't know. Nikki's face was, she was processing it. She was like, I don't Because first know. when she said 500,000, Nikki was like, that's a fucking shit time. <laughs> you should be blowing up right now. And when well, you ain't. You ain't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like if she actually had that many streams. Yeah. Bravo would be fucking like pinging that shit, right? Yeah. No. Well, and 20,000. And then I loved how Nikki was like, all right, we'll sing. <laughs> and she shit her she pants. She shit her pants. But she can sing. When she sang. She was fine. And yeah. I, and okay, I'm just going to say it. I don't know her. I don't know her personally, but I'm going to say what I know. I hate Candace. That's what I'm trying oh, to yeah. say. I hate Candace. But Bish can sing. Well, and for like, yeah. 11th hour of a reunion, not warmed up, like, et cetera. Correct. But when she was trying to squirrel out of it by doing a gospel song, I said, no one wants to hear you sing gospel. No one wants to hear you sing drive back, really. No. And then um, the new single, it ain't bad. No, it sucks. I mean, and then she asks her what her um, selling point is, and she said, my vocal ability. (laughs) Your selling point is you're on a TV show and you've already got a following. That's your selling point. Yeah, Nikki was like, ooh. Yeah, come on. (laughs) And I loved how much um, White Chris got so upset on her behalf. Because he was like, this is a bit of a setup. But, I mean... Now's your time to shine. You grab that, right? That's what an artist does. Well, when if someone with a record label like Nicki Minaj asks if yeah. asks you to sing, you fucking bitch sing. Yeah, like she's literally you're auditioning for her. Did you not realize she that's said what it was? she had a label? She said, you know, I have a label. You're literally auditioning for her. She yeah. was curious. Yeah, but oh, Chris as a was record so label owner, she was curious. If you knock that shit out the park, bitch would have signed you. Well. Time will tell, my friend. Time will tell. But when, but Chris clearly hated Nicki Minaj. He was like, fuck this bitch. Chris hates everyone right now. Chris needs he a does. nap. He does. He does. I did love the fact that Mia was like, i got to pee now. Like, enough enough talking to Candace, yeah. almost. Yeah. Andy had to come and tell him, like, dude, she did a great job. Like, This is a good thing. Exactly. Like, we normally set people up for a fail, but this she, 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 she did all right. She, I mean... I get you're tired and you've been talking all day, but at the same time, you've been talking all day. Your voice is warmed up. It's not nine in the morning. Chill the fuck out. Give mm. it a go, bitch. And then she to- she calls him Andy Conda. I think that's really cute. That was good. Because yep. that's one of her songs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, it is. But you do know it. <laughs> well, it's not Andy Conda. I do realise it's Anaconda. <laughs> right, that's right. fine. Um, and yeah, so so that's it. I mean, which quickly back to that, I did like the fact that she... Nicki Minaj pointed out the auto tuneness that yes. is drive back. Yes. And that is funny. If you're saying my vocal ability is my thing, that maybe back down the auto tune. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, Whitney fucking Houston, mate. <laughs> Calm down. You're not Adele, Luann. You're not Adele. <laughs> oh, the joy. And that's Potomac. I mean, we're yeah. not gonna we're not gonna do a secrets revealed. It no. was good, but I didn't write notes, and Nathan hasn't watched it, so they didn't piece. reveal anything in the season, let alone the secrets revealed. Like, come on. It, I mean, compared to last season, which was iconic, took a dip. Took a dip. I can't <laughs> do the plosives. You do one dip. See, I love that. I love um, Salt Lake City. Now this is a season. Just everything now. I don't mean to scare you. Oh, no. That's a lot of notes. <laughs> I have a full page of typed notes oh, Jesus. on the Gen Shah. 
All right, hit me. You don't want to know? Yeah, hit me. Okay, so, so I was listening to my girl, Emily D. Baker, and just because after last episode we were talking about, okay, how much jail time is she actually going to get? Because we know she's getting jail time, right? So the Emily D. Baker was saying that the FTC case against her before, which I had mentioned, um, where she suffered consequences in that, will definitely come into play and bite her in the ass Because back then they told her her business practices were wrong and she then went and hid stuff even better to make it harder for them to track her communication. So what she did is she used like the Telegram app in in place of regular text messages. Text messages are much easier to subpoena and they may not actually get access to the Telegram app messages. So these are are things that will place against her. So obviously we know that there were two other co-conspirators in her case and they took a plea deal a month and a half before Jen and she were arrested. So I don't know why she's so shocked. So that's what I'm looking forward to Mm. seeing how she reacts on the show because she knows that these people took plea deals a month and a half before filming. I'm very fascinated about that. So Emily D. Baker was saying it would have been in her best interest to take a plea deal back then. But as we see on the preview for today's episode, she's saying to the girls, I'm innocent, which is shocking. Um, so obviously now that Stu, Stuart Smith has pleaded guilty and taken a plea, him and the other two co-conspirators, there's no one left to point the finger at but her. So, I mean, if Stu has – obviously his deal is going to be a lot better than his – the possibility because as we know and we spoke about, he took a deal that lifted his maximum to 70 years. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, he's who knows what he's going to get, but we all know he's also – they're not going to sentence him until after he's testified against Jen. Jesus. So I'm really hoping that Emily D. Baker is in the courthouse when he is testifying <laughs> because then we can. she won't have to wait on someone else's notes or she won't have to wait for the legal documents before she yeah. can break it all down for us. I also really want a sketch artist in the in the room oh, when it happens. I can't, oh, there'll can be, you, there'll can you be a sketch artist. Can you imagine how good that would be? There'll be a sketch artist. So <clears throat> you know how she was filming with the lawyer on the last episode? Oh, yeah. That was a sham so, little lawyer meeting though, uh, wasn't it? Oh, well. Well, yes, but I didn't realise how bad it was to do and it may come to naught, but the prosecutors can use that as evidence if they want to submit – if they want to submit anything to say, well, she has violated her own attorney-client privilege, so therefore they might argue to waive her attorney-client privilege based on that Hilarious if like, that happens. <laughs> so therefore, they're questioning why her lawyer would let that happen. I don't know. So that's that. I found that really interesting. Remember that scene when she was next to Stu and he was on the computer, and she's like, "Yeah, make me that money." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pretty certain that the prosecutors will use that as evidence, and he will rather use that as and probably has used that as evidence as part of his plea deal to say, "Look, she's the mastermind. She's making me do stuff based on that clip." Uh, so the prosecutors just got a sizzle reel of Jen's like Correct. best moments. But even Stu's lawyer will use that Great. and has probably used that as evidence. So therefore, they will submit that as evidence when wow. he testifies against her. 
I mean, I want to know from the lawyer firsthand, did they use that evidence? That's what I want to know. I find that fascinating. So they're saying that Jen's lawyers will say there's a difference between being shady and being criminally fraudulent. But that's why that initial stuff that I mentioned with the FTC, they're they're probably going to use that as the example of going, well, I mean, you want to say it's a wrap on the knuckles, but the FTC charged her and won and she paid millions of dollars in fines so then they you know like they're they're gonna say that was shady and Mm. you were sued by the ftc so they're trying to say this will be her argument they don't know how valid her argument will be based on her previous prosecution so and you know it will definitely be damning evidence against her so i love that and (laughs) i love that i know and about Meredith and the PI, what they're, what, oh, yeah. what they're reckoning is that the PI probably found the FTC complaint um, and that's what Meredith probably knows all about that. So that that's what they're surmising. Um, and, again, they were talking about, yes, the feds found Jen through her phone and they already had a warrant on her phone and then through her co-conspirators and, you know, defendants, now, defendants, like they're the ones that turned her into the feds. It was her co-conspirators. Obviously, we know that. One point that she made that I really enjoyed was because uh, someone asked a question of can what else from her on the show can be used against her? And they like, excessive drinking or rather no excessive drinking will be part of her bond release. <laughs> and so remember that scene that we've seen in like what's to come when – Meredith accuses when she accuses Meredith of turning her into the feds and she goes at her. Uh-huh. Um, and so obviously she's being like violent is also going to be part of her, like not being violent rather is going to be part of her bond release. Yeah, good luck with that. Jen. So she could breach her bond, which won't have anything to do with when she goes to court. She might get rearrested when the show's released if the bond people see it. And they decide that she breaks her bond, which prosecution will want to point out to them. So, look, these are stretches, but they're fun things. They're fun things to think about. They're fun things to think about. That's right. If nothing else, they said, if it doesn't happen then, the prosec- when it comes to her sentencing, so once she's found guilty and it comes <laughs> to sentencing, this stuff from the show, these scenes of her saying, I've done nothing wrong, all the way up to the very end. So even if, let's say, at the 11th hour she pleads guilty, right, which mm-hmm. she, she won't at this point, they don't think, because she's not going to get a deal. So she's, she's likely to take it to the very bitter end. All these scenes of her drinking, being violent, or at least physically threatening um, and all that stuff could be taken into account when it comes to sentencing. And so the judge might show, say, based on the scenes I've seen on the show and everything to this point, you are a potential re-offender because you're not showing remorse and there's no guilt. So the judge might consider a harsher sentence based on this information. And the person um, who was talking to her, I think it was up and Adam I was listening to, I can't remember, or if it was a viewer question, question on her podcast, I can't remember, on her YouTube, sorry. And um, and they said, and they said, what's the likelihood of that? And she said, yeah, very likely. <laughs> because it would just go to, to the pattern that she's shown till now of showing no remorse and, and pleading not guilty. Recently what happened last week is 
because of the Hulu documentary. Oh, yes. And there were some government employees. I'm not sure who haven't seen it, but there were government employees who were being interviewed on the Hulu documentary. Her team have submitted, this is so funny, they submitted a motion to request if they could submit a motion for complete dismissal based on the government employees talking about her on a documentary. The Shah Shocker. Correct. So I thought she submitted a motion for dismissal, but no, no, they basically went, excuse me, judge, are we allowed to submit a motion to submit? And it was obviously it was denied, but I just thought that was hilarious and a waste of all these people's money. I think you've missed your calling. You should be like a court reporter or a lawyer or a stenographer. You need to be in that room. I don't – I'm trying to read the court documents and I don't understand them very well. So I just listen to lawyers who break the court documents down who are big Bravo fans. And so, like, they're just my – I think they're my people. They're your people, yeah. Yeah. I just find this fascinating. I just love it. See, this this is what, like, tickles me. Like, not – I don't want to go, is she going to jail? Is she not going to jail? I want to know why she's probably going to jail and how much she can get. I want to know how much she's quaking in her boots because she's <laughs> never going to show us. No, she's never That's what I want to know. Right. It is called A House, a House divided. divided. I liked that. After the episode, I looked back at the title and I liked it. I thought this was a really funny episode. And, like, I hate Lisa Barlow, but... She's making me laugh. She's stirring the pot and she's not exactly getting away with it. No. And I'm living for that whole thing. Well, for me, it's it's the canned confessionals that someone else has written that I made fun of her for like two weeks ago. But now I'm yes. like laughing along being like, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> or just like her reactions in weird moments. Like there was that flashback and she's like, that was really intense. <laughs> And it's like, you don't sound like it was intense. No. I'm like, how many Xanaxes did she pop? She's a fair few deep. Do you reckon like when she was little, her mum popped her full of Xanaxes and that's why she sounds ultra chill? Maybe. But she's not ultra chill. No, she's not. She sounds it, but she's the opposite. I know that voice. I don't think I would enjoy it on my car map telling me a bedtime story, though. (laughs) I think it would keep – it's funny, right? (laughs) So good. All right, so we're back in Vale after the religious trauma comment, and Heather does make a great point to make them talk, which is, we ignored red flags about Jen Shah. We can't ignore this now. And then Lisa spits out, he mortgaged his house and gave her $300,000. Yeah, she full-on spat it out. And then we get a flashy of a never-before-seen scene of Cameron and Lisa where he tells her all this. And she says, that's like really intense. That's really intense. (laughs) I can't do it. Um, And he says, when Mary and the Grusband want money, they call a church meeting and basically browbeat the congregation until they give them money. And that's why he did what he did. So it's like Scientology. They're stuck in a room and they can't get out. Mm. Fuck. Uh, and then we find out from Cameron in that little scene that it was for her surgeries. Her um, her, her nose to, I don't know. to not smell the hospital smell? Maybe. I think it was to do okay. with Okay, so I understand tithing to, like, to the church so that the church can survive and function and do its outreach, right? Sure. So I used to go to church when I was younger. You give money, it pays for the pastor and the pastor's family because that's the pastor's income. Mm -hmm. I get it. It pays for the building and the bills. 
and it pays for outreach. The church has missions like it has a soup kitchen, it's got a, mm-hmm. you know, back to school program, whatever the fuck programs the church is doing that they start doing, they need continual funding for. That's amazing. Not for the pastor's motherfucking surgeries. <laughs> then she has the gall in this episode as we will replay to you to be upset that she's being accused of stealing, but she's stealing. Yes. <laughs> Having them pay for your surgery is not okay, bitch. You get an income as a pastor of a church. You get a salary. Yeah. The end. There's a house of cards that are tumbling down. I mean, she's going to deny it because she's already planted the seed in the episode when she says, I inherited money. Oh, yeah, she says. That's that. fine. I under- From what I understood, and look, I didn't have time today, peeps. Trust me, I will do it before the next episode. And you've all probably seen them because you're better than us. There's, there's apparently all these YouTube videos on ex-church members I mean, I was so busy today, I didn't send invoices. You know I'm busy when I didn't (laughs) send invoices today. So I apologise on my poor sleuthing. What I love is that they're just all downstairs shouting about Mary. I love it. <laughs> She's upstairs asleep. I know, I know. And he calls them heave offerings. Like, you got to heave the money out of your back pocket. Oh, yeah. Like, and he says the difference, and it's, you know, it's put on them in, like, to the congregation, it's the difference between heaven and hell for you. Fuck. This is a cult. I do not, if you want to call it cult adjacent, it is a danger, danger, Will Robinson yes. for all us old folks like me. What I didn't understand was how pissed Meredith was about <sighs> the accusations and there's no proof. And then we find later when she's talking to Lisa that she says, when everyone was gossiping about Seth's and my marriage and who we were sleeping with and blah, 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 the only person that didn't join in on that besides you, Lisa, was Mary. And I'm sitting here because going... Because she was in the closet. She wasn't part of the Literally in her closet. Yeah. And I'm just like... You are so pissed at Jen. It's not about the people that she's stealing from. It's about the fact that she went in on your kid. Yeah. And yes, I understand that that's upsetting. And I do not know what it's like for the whole, not, I don't want to say the whole world, but the whole Bravo fans, fan people to go at you. I don't know what that's like. I'm not going to pretend mm. I know what that's like. But do not compare the trauma or potential trauma that you went through to being financially destitute. You know what? You I'm can s- go in your house and pull over your faux Versace comforter and cry in your pillow and then get up, <laughs> order takeout because you're too distraught to cook, and then have your cleaner clean up after you. It is different to going, how am I going to tell my kids there's no food for dinner? I'm sorry. Fair. And Rant I, fucking over. Oh. <laughs> Take it away, Nathan. Well, I'm just going to say that I'm really getting sick of Meredith playing moderator and being like, I need to hear all sides of the story. And it's like, you know what? No, you don't. She only says that when she wants the side of the story to be told that she wants told. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sick of her. I am mad at Meredith. <laughs> I, can, I can sense that. <laughs> nah, I'm sorry. She's a fucking... It's not that she's being a hypocrite. It's that she's being purely self-serving. I guess I should be mad at myself for not seeing that before. Well, no, we. You, I think you even mentioned it last week with her in the bathtub and receiving the news about Jen almost being arrested. It was about, 
oh, I always knew this was coming. I saw that coming. It's not like, oh, wow, poor victims. I know. It's all like I was right. Well, she did in the last episode say we're not talking about the victims. What about the victims? And it didn't occur to me at the time that she was referring to herself and her family. Yes, she's the victim. So she doesn't. The, when she says victim plural, it's only because her. She's not a family of one. She's talking about her and her kids. Yeah, and you know what? Jen just liked a fucking tweet. Like, that called Brooks a twink. Like, I'm over it. Right now? I don't give a motherfuck. No, she had the goodwill a few episodes ago. Ah, no, uh, no, ma'am. Now I'm like, Bleh. I'm like, you're a rich bitch in your rental. Like, I get it. These people rent houses for the show. But you can afford to do that. <laughs> I can't afford to have another rental. I'm already in a rental, goddammit. You stole my goddamn house. <laughs> oh, no, nah, I'm really disappointed in Meredith. Okay. So disappointed. That's when Heather mentions that the Mary of it all is all on YouTube and how have you not seen it? And I'm like, how have I not seen it? And I'm pretty <laughs> sure I went to pause to go and watch it and then I got a phone call for work. Sozzle. No. Yeah, sozzle. <laughs> um, and then Lisa's had enough about Meredith, and she's like, fuck it, I'm going to bed. Uh, Allegedly. And that's when Meredith calls what Jen Shah did to her family is akin to terrorism. Oh, fuck off. No. I'm like, is this white privilege or first world privilege? I think it's first, yeah, well, terrorism. I know. Have you not seen one documentary on terrorism? And Terrorism. Yeah, it's it's very bad taste. For someone that who might be watching the show that has experienced actual terrorism. Like, or been accused of terrorism. Like, is that not... The PTSD would be palpable. Like, that is not... I don't know. I take... I don't take it personally because I've not experienced terrorism. But I, can, I can't even fathom oh, what see, that kind of fear would be like to live in a country that is experiencing war and terrorism and all that shit. Well, I, I took it differently because, okay. like, she's... She's Muslim, right, Jen? Or she was Muslim? Oh, well, I or she's converted to she's converted. Islam? Yeah, she has. And I just... Oh, wow. I know. Oh, oh, that's that's a bad thing to say. I know. Well, it's just like when ter- terrorism incidents happen, you see the backlash against the Islamic community. And oh. I didn't know if it was like loaded in that Whoa. sense. Whoa. Well, then that's a triply fucked up That's thing more to fucked say. up, right? That is beyond more <laughs> fucked up. Okay, uh, and I know beyond more fucked up is grammatically incorrect, but that's me trying to be pointed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. that's disgusting. It could have just been a glib comment, but glib comments often reveal like more deep-seated prejudices. Well, glib comments, the woman's got to go to jail 100%, but don't be making yeah. like side pot shots like that. A- no, that's not cool. That's ugly. I don't think that's a comment that's getting you to heaven, love. <laughs> okay. So then Lisa decides to beeline to Mary when she leaves the room to go to bed and starts telling her what people are saying about her online. And at first we only hear the audio because they're behind closed doors, but then obviously production knocks on the door and says, can we come in and we don't see that part. And then Mary does the whole, you choose between what you hear about me and what I tell you. Lisa directly asks her if people in her church think that she is God and she's like, no. What do you think about all this? I think that's bullshit. I, I think, think it's she, bullshit. I think she's saying, I'm God, bitch. Now, basically, Mary says, you're not that great friends with him. Like, calm down. And how dare you take his word over mine? 
And she says, if you do that, it's weird. And I've noticed, because Mary calls Heather weird later. She says weird a lot. And I realise what she means is bitch. Uh. When she says, you're weird. Like, to her, she's she's trying to not say a bad word. Right. And she's using weird, but it's she's choosing an adjective that does not explain how she truly feels. Because mm-hmm. I just think that it's like the equivalent of how some people would, like, use cunt. That's what I think. You're weird. Because when later when she said it to about Heather, I'm like, you want to say you're a fucking bitch is what you want to say. <laughs> but you're trying not to use swear words because you're trying to be all holier than thou pastor. So this your weird thing, she does not mean weird. And then Lisa tells her what Jen Shah said about her and we get a flashy and we I don't think we saw the fullness of this scene when Lisa was with Jen and they were kind of sparring and then hashing it out and she's talking about Mary and she's like, people in her church are on food stamps, they're committing suicide and fearing for their life. We didn't see all of that before, did we? I don't we? think so, no. No. And then Mary turns around and says, that's why Jenny's where she is and why I'm sitting where I am today. Yeah, for now, Mary. For now, Mary. <laughs> for now. I just think it's so funny that Lisa is just like, yeah, this is what everyone's saying, not me downstairs who blurted out about the mortgaged house. And how many times she's mentioned Cameron and not wanting to necessarily reveal the secret, but that it's really bad and he experienced trauma. She brought him on the show. And now, all of a sudden... They're best motherfucking friends. Yeah, Lisa's a snake. Okay, so it's the next morning, right? Mary and Jenny are together because Mary wants to give Jenny a gift for doing her makeup. I know. And making up with her. I was like, oh, look at look at her being nice to Jen. And then now, I was like, okay, I no. thought these were like sponsor gifts, right? No. You do a sponsorship with someone, you bring a gift and you show it on, on the girls' trips, which is what they all do, right? But no. It was a re-gift. She gives her a pair of Louboutin boots she's bought for herself and clearly never worn. Yeah. Louboutins, man. Mother-tucking Louboutins. Now, in confessional, she says, I only gave them to Jenny because I picked them up as I was walking out of my house and I wanted to lighten my luggage. I'm like, does that actually makes it worse? Oh, of course, yes. Does Je- like, Mary's so stupid, she doesn't realise that highlights her frivolity and... Her ex- excess of spreading her cash around more. And then we get Heather and Whitney together, which I loved this scene. Bad weather. They're in the bed. They're having a powwow. Heather walks into Whitney's room and Whitney's not having it. She's angry. And I like this, Whitney. She's like, last night I heard you and Mary and Lisa in your room giggling. What the fuck? And what are these gifts? Yeah. Oh, no, she says they came in to give me a gift. And she's like, what gifts? And it was a fucking Louis Vuitton purse. And trust and believe, later when we f- when they're all sitting together and they say what they got and they wrote the prices yeah. down, I tallied the motherfucking price thingy up and it, it was a lot. We'll get to that. It was Not- a whole house worth. Jeebus cripes. You could buy a car. Heather tells Whitney that Lisa, I don't know, because first of all, like, Whitney's like, you're all laughing and kicking together, right? Mm-hmm. But then Heather's trying to turn around and go, no, I kind of wasn't. They barged into my room, turned oh. the light on, gave me this gift, and we're jumping on my bed giggling. It's like, well, I want to say no one heard you tell me to get the fuck out. But she just, just got a bag. Yeah, uh, um, it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm liking where Heather ends up, but at first I was like, I'm, I'd be pissed off too if I was Whitney. Yeah, but I can see it from Heather's point of view where she's like half awake. Yeah, what the fuck's going on? And okay. then they give her a purse and you're like, oh, okay, like, okay, okay it's a girl's trip. On? All right, like, we're having fun. And then you, get the fuck out. Now you two are all buddy-buddy, like, what did I miss? I get yeah. it. I get it. 
And so Heather tells Whitney that Lisa dumped it all on Whitney and that Lisa and Mary are besties now. And Whitney's like, what kind of preacher of a church is that? And she definitely blames Lisa and she's pissed and obviously they're going to face off. Love it. Now, before they face off, we get this little scene with Heather and her sister Nancy. What did you think? I thought the Mormon church does not come off well. No, that is not a very good point. All. No. I mean, a lot of people don't think of the Mormon church or the Seventh-day Adventists as cults. Mm-hmm. But what are you doing? Are you holding the pizzle again? No, no, no. no? Just, just patting, patting the, the dog. Okay. I can just, you get this look on the face like I'm patting the dog. Well, I'm not his tail is so like. He's got the curliest tail, right? It's like a piggy. I was just like tracking it. I curvature. do it all the time. Yeah, he busted me. He has the curliest, whirliest tail. It's Sometimes I try to do that that um, Homer Simpson thing with the pig tail. Yeah. And it's like curly, straight, curly, straight. Yeah, I do it all the time with him. He hates it. Yeah, so. I, no, no, that's okay. So Heather and Nancy. So they haven't had a relationship for 30 years. That's sad. But what I don't get is Heather's left the church, so why are they friends now? Well, she's friends with her kids, or is it like that whole we just didn't breach the divide? It's a lot of time. I imagine it's a lot of bad will. Like, Heather was a bitch. Yeah, she says it, and she says, I'm going to eat humble pie, basically, she says, to yeah. humble myself or something like that. But they are, I mean, it's what, a 30-minute flight, eight-hour drive. Yeah. So. yeah. I think they just their relationship was really damaged in those early years, and it's hard to repair that. This woman got dropped, and then dropped, dropped. and then dropped, kicked. I mean, rejection is you know something that most of us need to go to therapy for. Mm. Like, it's not cool. And I got the sense at first that her sister was still angry, and I thought, fair, fair enough. Oh yeah, you could see it in her body language. I felt, but when she says, and I think this was part of bridging, like her coming, you know, and meeting Heather halfway, she said, "I was jealous of you and." your relationship with dad because the more that you did what he said which was everything according to the church the more love and affection you got and and heather even sort of says i only got that love and affection because i towed the line Mm -hmm. like i knew it was conditional which is supremely unhealthy also and then yeah the fact that she says she just wanted to be heather i kind of got teary oh did you because it's like i want to as much as she couldn't betray herself and do what Heather did. Yeah. She was jealous because she want at the ultimately she wanted her parents' affection. Yeah. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. It's so Just sad. So I did s- think it went on a bit long. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did. No, I lapped it all up. And then Heather apologized, Nancy cried, and then when Nancy made that joke at the end about the drinking thing. I missed it. Oh, my God. So she makes a joke at the end, and I didn't write it down because I just assumed you would remember it because that shit you remember. She, but she she says, I, you know, I don't want to take away from the seriousness of all this, but then she says something about, like, how can you drink? Like, she made some – okay, I'm a bad joke teller, peeps. But she was just trying to make fun of the there fact There was a that joke were, that didn't land. But the fact that the two of them got it, it was so, such a right. heavy thing for her to do. And I was yes. like, I could so see how they were oh, sisters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, if I had remembered or – and or wrote the joke down, it would have been cute. But, okay, we'll just move on. So we're going to go back straight back to Val. I really like that scene. I did for the first three quarters of it, and then I was like, all right, wrap it up. Like, we just had the Heather with the niece, and I enjoyed I felt, that more. I felt like it was a good break in between the psycho of the house. That's true. And so I enjoyed it. I did enjoy going straight back to the house, though. Mm-hmm. And um, so, okay, we find out 
Okay, this is just one little sidebar that is ragging on Lisa, that she was talking to her husband as they were packing to go home in their rooms, and Lisa's going on to her husband like, Meredith booked a jet. Oh, Meredith booked a jet. I was hoping for a bigger plane. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? She's trash. You've got a PJ. Is it a PJ? A, yeah, PJ, oh, a private okay. jet. You're getting a PJ. Oh, okay. Getting a PJ. No just- one's saying BJ. Calm <laughs> your fucking farm. You can call your boyfriend in a minute. But, yeah, like someone's booked you a private jet and you're complaining that the plane's not bigger. She's a bitch. She is a hunty with a cut. <laughs> it's like you were on a car, a, a stripper bus for eight hours. I know. I'd be, I'd be thanking God for economy. That little joke she makes at the end there about... Checking your shoes when flying commercial. Oh, no, that, was funny. that was funny. That was funny. But I was like, yeah, I would do that. I'd go 100%. through airport security if it meant not having to go on that fucking bus again. So next morning, Meredith and Lisa talk. Lisa tells her that she spoke to Mary and Meredith regrets so deeply that she told Whitney anything. She tries to squint out a tear. And then we that's when we find out why Meredith's sticking up for Mary because she's the only one that was didn't gossip about her and Seth. I mean, Mary can't gossip about anyone else's marriage. She's got no leg to stand on. No. So that's the only reason why she didn't. She didn't <laughs> sorry. Because she's married to a granddad. Exactly. They finish packing and they're basically just gonna have breakfast before they leave. And Meredith starts off uh, to Mary and Whitney. I thought when she went Included Whitney on that. I'm like, you're a bitch. You're just you're trying to get a letter guard down so you can pop a one. Yeah. She says, I want to apologize to you because I should never have told Whitney what Cameron said. And Whitney's like, I only said it because Cameron said it first. Lisa invited him to her event so that you could talk to him. So I knew it was already on the show. Yeah. So I knew I could talk about it. Lisa sees. I mean, sorry. Whitney sees Lisa's machinations. Whit- She's not dumb. Like, I don't know why we didn't get any of this Whitney for last season, but Whitney is one smart cookie. She's quick. She's quick. She picks up on shit very, very quickly. And so she's like, I basically, I knew I could talk about it because I knew it was already going to be spoken about on the show. Like, fuck off. Mm -hmm. And she didn't break the fourth wall and say the words on the show, but she tried to allude to it. And these dumb idiots just, it went over their head. I can't wait for her to say it in reunion. Like, Mm -hmm. duh. And then Lisa does the whole, what's happening right now? So it's my fault Cameron's on the board of the Fresh Wolf charity, blah, blah, blah. Well, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Like, Your son's not running that. Basically saying the charity that we were supporting, Cameron was on the board, so that's why he was there. It's like, yes, but you chose that charity, you dumb bitch. And that's why she was trying to, I think, do the setup that the charity was, it related to, to our family because my husband was adopted. I don't give a shit. Yeah, no one cares. All Meredith wants is for Mary to have her say. And Mary, in true godlike expression, is, I don't know any of you an explanation. And then she looks at Whitney and she calls her exhausting. Oh, yeah, she's so mean to and Whitney. And this is when I loved when Heather finally picked her side and said to Mary, why are you coming for her? You're being unfairly mean to her. And Mm -hmm. Mary said something. It did give me the PTSD, so maybe that's why I'm harping on it. She says the words to Whitney, bring your head down. Oh, I don't remember that bit. Okay, so it was triggering for me. We don't need to go into me. It's not about me. But bring your head down literally means put your head down. Don't look at me. 
She's literally trying to say to Whitney, you should be bowing down ashamed of yourself. Oh, fuck. So you should be experiencing actual shame right now. Because that's when you bow your head down, if someone's yeah. telling you off, you it's not guilt you're feeling, you're feeling shame. Right. Which is traumatic. I, I, if you're people like me. <laughs> and she says the words, you're nobody. She says, bring your head down, you're nobody. And I just pictured her saying that to many of her congregation. Oh, yeah. Because, bitch, if you were saying that on the TV, what the fuck are you saying behind cult doors? Cult doors. That's what I want You slipped that in. That's what I want to know. I I just came up with that. What did you think That was good. Yeah, thanks. I thought you were referring to how she calls Heather chubby. Oh, no, we get to that. That's coming. That, that was fucked. We all know I take this shit slow. I go word for word. <laughs> I like a foreplay. That's when Heather says you're being unfair. Mary's like, I don't care. But then she says, I do care about Whitney. I am confuse. And Heather's like, that's not the message I got when you came into my room last night. Yeah. Suck a punch. I'm loving this episode. And Whitney to Lisa's like, why did you make a big switch? Which I completely agree. Uh, totally. Like, you were the one coming in on Mary to us. Yes. You started this shit. Yes. Like, and now all of a sudden you're about facing? I don't get it. And I did have a bad question. Did Cameron die in between all this and that's why she's about facing? Oh, Cameron's not dead yet. Oh, okay. Sorry. I just, that's what I thought. I I'm like, so. why is Lisa all of a sudden all up Mary's ass? No, he's and not And I'm dead. like, is that because he passed? Nah. Oh, poor Cameron. No, he, she's going to kill Cameron now, now that she knows that <laughs> <laughs> he's brought it up. Because as much as I'm like laughing, I kind of like, I'm wondering. Oh, no, she killed him. Are you serious? Allegedly. <laughs> she, alle- she allegedly killed him. Allegedly. I should start off the whole episode with allegedly thus. She said, Whitney does turn to Mary and it's like she's kind of pleading her case, pleading for her life and I really don't want her to. Anyway, so she's like, she saw a sever in our relationship, Whitney to Mary, and jumped on it to use for her gain. And Mary's like, I don't get manipulated. I'm like, yeah, bitch, because you do the manipulating. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Lisa's, Lisa's pissed. She's like to Whitney, stop weaponizing your words. Stop thinking the worst of me because if I do it back, you won't like it. And at that point, did you notice Whitney's glare? Yeah, Whitney. <laughs> oh, bitch can glare. She hates Lisa so much. But I, I just, I'm getting such depth from Whitney. Yeah. Like the glare, I'm like, oh, yes. Like there's just, I think Whitney, like don't get me wrong, Heather's my favorite on the show, but I never in a million years, thought that I would be loving Whitney this much. Totally. Like, she is that character on a soap that they don't know if they're going to keep or kill off, and then second season they decide to keep them and they start filling and padding out the backstory and the character. Maybe that's exactly what's happened. I just made that up too! <laughs> okay, I'm a little too eggsy tear, sauce peeps. Um, all right. And then Heather, this is when Heather shares the story of the gifts. So if you didn't think it could get any better, I love a little lower third with dollar signs. I know. And I love that they're just fighting over like bags and shoes. It's like, that's what we want from Housewives. I know, right? Right? Love, love. So Heather's like about like Lisa. She was like giddy about it all when they were in the bedroom, basically. And then, then of course, Whitney knows all this. Mm -hmm. She wants to like hammer her point home and appear innocent and she kind of got away with it because of the price point of the gifties 
Jenny's shoes were, this is all US dollars, right? So Jenny's shoes, which she called Christine Louboutin, I'm sorry, she should have to give those back by default. (laughs) Um, They were worth $1,300. Lisa got a Chanel clutch worth $2,050. Meredith got a Louis Vuitton hat worth $1,210. So obviously Meredith is the least favourite friend. But I don't think it's about that. I think it's about who Mary feels that she needs to lay it on thicker with to, to try to bring her to her side. Yep. So clearly Meredith's on board the most, so she gets the smaller dollar value gift. And she loves the hat. I know, right? And then Heather got a Louis Vuitton handbag, and I think this might be the most expensive Louis Vuitton handbag in existence, was $5,750, all so- up. 10310 US dollars. Motherfuck. That's why she was And I'm pretty laughing sure with her in bed. these were all her items. These were her things. She didn't go to the store. Oh, yeah, they're purchase. re-gifts. They're re-gifts. So you know how she's like renoing her house? Uh-huh. She's probably Marie Kondoed and gotten rid of some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so Well, I did the same thing. When I um went on exchange in the Netherlands, I did uni there for six months. Nice. And my family, so my Nana, my mum and my sister came over for Christmas. Right. And it was like I had one month left. So right. I started giving them as Christmas presents shit I didn't want to take home myself in my suitcase. Like a coffee machine or whatever? No, just like books. Oh, that's a shit gift. Textbooks. Because I was studying English. So they were shit gifts. They were just my stuff that I had lying around. And, and I was you like, wrapped oh. them? Yeah. You're an asshole. I know, but I, it, it lightened the load on the trip home. <gasps> oh, shut up. Don't go. <gasps> I mean, I think I, I gave no, them real gifts as well. I maybe have no problem with the re-gift, but those gifts sound shit. Oh yeah, they were shit. They were my textbooks. I, uh, I don't know what to say. You know, I'm going to be asking your mum about that. She won't remember. Oh yeah, you remember bad, like really bad <laughs> gifts. I don't you think remember- it's that bad. You gave her a textbook. <laughs> well, maybe when you put it like that. I yeah. would rather a bag of poo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did a Mary. Well, I have to say, though, having said all that, you are a fabulous son to her. Yeah. So I think I think you've more than made... No, not fuck her. I'm (laughs) saying I think you might more than have made up for it. I think so. Yeah. I I mean, geez, you could have just bought her some freaking Dutch cookies. I think I did that as well. Okay, fine. You could have also said, bitch, can you take my shit home? Yeah, well. Yeah, well. I mean, some might say that's clever, but that, like, hurts my Christmas heart. Oh, get over it. Kristen Chenoweth would not be happy with you right now. (laughs) I know she would be on my side. All right, so all I kept thinking with the $10,000, I'm like, Cameron remortgaged his house or sold his house and it went and now they're walking around. Oh, yeah, it's deplorable. So I don't understand why these women didn't give these gifts back. Like, if you want to be dramatic, go up to the room, get the bag and say, I cannot accept this, give it to Cameron and he can sell it and maybe buy his house back. That's what I'd be saying. Yeah, these are housewives. They're not that quick? They're not that nice. How is that nice? That's literally thrown in if, oh, you reckon they just want to keep the goods? Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. I mean, Meredith, so like, no one wants to, no one wants a hat, so fucking make it. Yeah, no one wants Mary's ex hat. Ew, it was on her hair. Oh, wait, no, she wears weaves, it's fine. She wears weaves, but it's just, the, her taste level's not great. I wonder what it smells like. Because I don't think her house smells good. Well, she she had surgery to take away her nose glands, know, so, so she can't she smell even anything. Know what a house smells like? <laughs> How is that any better than the snowflake necklaces? It's not. At least if you chuck that in a bin, it's fine. You can't just chuck a Louis Vuitton in the bin. So you want to give it 
the heck? I don't know. Anyway, I, I, I'm I'm upset. That's all I'm saying. And then Heather does go in and say, look, I've got a lot of questions that you could clarify. And Mary's like, but it's my inheritance. It's not my fault that I inherited mm. money. And so don't compare me with Jen Shah. And Heather does say something great, which is, you know, blind allegiance isn't healthy. So, she's, you know, we were blind to or let ourselves be blind to what Jen did. So it's we're going to be much quicker on this stuff. We're not going to – we're going to learn from our mistakes, so to speak. And then Mary basically calls Heather a drunk somehow. I don't know how it gets there. <laughs> yeah, no. And Heather, I loved Heather. She's like, you know what? I'm done with women being unkind to me. You can get fucked and get someone walks out. And I was clapping. It was so Oh, good. sorry. I was clapping like, what's that cheerleader movie that I always watch at Christmas? And that guy's trying to clap and trying to get the clap going. I think bring it on maybe. Bring it on? Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was doing a bring it on clap. And that's when Heather in confessional basically says that you have to be loaded as in drunk to deal with this crazy of this woman, which I totally respect. Heather in confessional was amazing. She just started going there and saying everything. I know. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love that. Literally, she says, "You." I, have, I love that. It's not, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you do that well. I don't. Um, and well, that's when she... W- oh, yeah, go. go well, go. it's just the, the quote that I really loved yes, go. in Confessional is when she said, I overlooked the fact that you're married to your stepdaddy. Oh, yeah. Like... You can't you can't take that back once you've said Shots it. Shots fired. It baby. really was. It really it was. It was like an end point. And then when she's screaming that, you know, we're all scared of Mary, I was yes. like, fuck yes. yes and it's Heather. true. Why are we being scared of Mary? Well, because she can kill people. She killed Cameron. <laughs> he died, bitch. Bitch, he died. Yes, that's right. That's when Heather does the whole like, you know, none of us are saying what we mean because we're all scared of Mary, which is ridiculous. As Heather's walking off, Lisa says to Mary, you know, we had a good, great convo last night. I'm like, maybe she's hoping for another bag. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they're sucking up to her so much. And that's when Heather interjects from the bottom of the stairs and says, it was not great, Mary, because she told us her best friend sold his house because he was under your spell. And she was like, I didn't say spell. It's like, come on, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Whitney goes to find Heather. Heather's crying. She doesn't want to be on the plane with them. And I love Whitney. She's like, let's just go. Like, you know, kind of like I got you, girl. Let's yeah, go. Let's, let's get the do- fuck out of here. That's right. I loved it. I don't get why Whitney went to tell the ladies. I just would have walked out. I thought it would have been far more dramatic not telling them and just leaving. But then all the other ladies got in the car and these two are sitting on the stoop looking up Delta flights. Yeah, I know. So I guess the storm off and then still being at the front door probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have been effective. It wouldn't have worked. I'm like, why is storm out of the house? I would have just like gone in the jacuzzi or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're staying, we're catching a later flight. You all can get fucked. And none of them get it. I'm like, how do you not get it? And Jenny, who I thought was bright, is sticking with Mary and Meredith going until I see evidence. It's like, you know what? Lawyers spend months and months and months gathering evidence. I'm not trying to say that you should say, okay, you're guilty just because so-and-so said it. Mm -hmm. But if it's all over the internet from multiple sources, you've got Lisa saying, I believe Cameron... I don't know. Okay, now I'm 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 not sounding like I'm proving my point, but Jenny got shoes and she got shoe blindness. She did, and they weren't the nicest of shoes. They're no. the kind of shoe that you'd look at and go, "Oh my god, they're gorgeous!" But it's like, where would you wear them? It's like I got a pair of silver jeans. I've worn them once. I don't have the balls to wear them again. No, like once a year, I pull those puppies out. That's a Mardi Gras pant. 
It kind of is. Mm. I don't get why Mary starts to fake cry now. I could only understand every third word <laughs> she was saying. Her fake crying is full on, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what are you saying? I don't know. Maybe we need the Grusband to translate. Well, Smear something. Then did you notice how Mary, when she was starting to cry, she kind of went in on Meredith because she's like, you're all talking about me. And she wasn't – I think Meredith was like, are you going to tell me off now? Mm. Why are they scared of Mary getting vocal and upset? That's what I don't get. I know you keep saying because she killed Cameron. I get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's because she killed Cameron. Okay. I don't know. And that's when Mary's like she's crying and she's she kind of starts preaching. Did you notice? Uh-huh. She stands up. She's doing the, I believe in God, rescue and deliverance. I'm like, bitch, you aren't actually saying anything to the point of the argument. <laughs> what has that got to do with anything? Nothing. It's got nothing to do with anything. I believe in it all. And for them to put me in the same boat as Jen Shah, and she says, who criminalized. Criminized, yeah. Criminized, not criminalized. It's horrible. I don't need to. I was born in money. Yeah, not Ooh. a good look. And that's when she calls Heather chubby and yeah, everyone's face took us. They all took a step back. I mean, I get that now's not the time if that's your friend to say love, not cool, but I'm not cool with any of it. No. And Lisa comforts her. What's with the 180 on Lisa? She's a fucking snake. She is, isn't she? And she says, I'm not God. I worship the God in me. It's still Creepola. <laughs> it's Creepola. Creepola. And then she says... When I see Jen Shah, and look, I apologise in advance, but I'm, I'm saying what she said. When I see Jen Shah, I see a thug like those Mexican people, mm. pause, 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 who make all those drugs. She's a piece of shit. I just, if it wasn't so deplorable, I would laugh at, at her lack of self-awareness. Last season, she made racist comments about black people and she's black. She I, did, didn't she? I mean, is it? Is it? I don't know if it's my place to make that comment, but she did. She's, yeah, she's one step away from a Ramona right now. In Dallas. Oh, yeah. That bitch, whatever her name is. Yeah. She got fired. Yeah. For making two Mexican comments. Uh-huh. What the fuck are we going to do with this one? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, bravo. I don't know. I don't know how you – I mean, I am white. I wouldn't want to fucking touch it either. But I don't know. I don't know. It ain't good. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. That's all I'm saying. And she's crying and then she says she wants her purse back from Heather. And honestly, as much as Mary's a piece of shit, I wanted the scene where she asked for the purse back. Yes. I wanted Heather to fling it at her face. I wanted something. But she didn't ask for the purse back yet. I hope Heather brings it at reunion and it becomes the bunny of Salt Lake uh, yeah. City. <laughs> and I want it to live in the clubhouse. Well, I just was thinking Cameron will be dead by the time reunion happens. Whoa. So... Oh, someone's going to pull the card of I don't speak ill of the dead and they're going to have to move on. Oh, I would just donate the purse to the estate. Yeah. Cameron's estate. Well, yeah. the purse is Cameron's estate. He <laughs> fucking sold the house and gave it to Mary. <laughs> okay. Mary is in possession of Cameron's estate. She's a fucking snake. <laughs> Fuck, she's disgust. She's like Bernie Madoff, disgust, just like Jen Shaw. Why do I call it Jen Shaw when it's Jen Shaw? I don't understand my logic. Heather says, sorry, she hurt her. Mary calls her a liar and obviously Heather's 
you know, that one's sinking in and she's like, oh, whoa. And that's when Mary calls her weed and walks off. And she clearly means to say, you're a fucking bitch. But because she's a preacher, she doesn't want to use the word bitch. What a bitch. <laughs> anyway, that's when Winnie and Heather look like sad sack poor people like oh, me no. and start looking up flights. I, I watched um, Watch What Happens Live and Whitney was like, I am TSA approved. I didn't have to take my shoes off. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, great. I haven't watched it yet. And then we get like the mid-season trailer almost. Oh, too much happened for me to even take notes. Okay. There's a fight on, a, on another bus. They're in a pool and Jen, Sh- Jen Shaw is there living. Shah, why do I call it Jen Shaw? Jen Shah is there living it up. That that actually caught me for a loop. I was like, what the fuck? Why is she there like in a hot tub living yeah. in a locker? What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, and then Lisa looks more like Kyle Richards every day and even does the splits. Jen says to Mary that she's innocent. What the fuck? Whitney's apparently spending all their savings on rebranding her business. What the fuck? Meredith and Lisa face off. Jenny throws a glass at Mary. Love that. Jen cries to coach. Loving that. (laughs) Meredith has dirt on apparently on who they all dated. And I, my note was, it's on. Uh, My note was, it's Harry Dubin. (laughs) Because there's rumors that they're all sleeping with the same person. Is that what it is? Well, it's not actually Harry Dubin. No, but, but is there a rumour that they've all slept with the same person? Well, at least two of them. I can't remember who. Oh, okay. I'm going to be goggling yeah. that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Wouldn't be surprised if it was Harry Dubin. I know. Because it was someone in New York, I think. No. Yeah, because... W- oh, you saw this on the Watch What Happens Live? N- no, no, no. I don't know okay. where I saw this. But oh, okay. it's like, is it Lisa and Meredith? They're both in New York a lot. I guess. Because well, one of them has the store or something. I don't well, know. Well, Lisa's from there. That makes the sense. Yeah. She said in this episode, she's like, I'm a fucking New Yorker. <laughs> like, okay, New York bitch. doesn't want you back, bitch. It's all good. <laughs> anyway, I'm not from New York, but I'm sure I can speak for New York when they say they do not want you back. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Well, yeah, I think they're both sleeping with Harry Dubin. Okay. I'm loving it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end. Okay. Bye. Bye.